You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. This is the weekly resource for changemakers and action takers who are ready to consciously create a life they are wildly in love with. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode. This week I am super excited to let you know that we have a special guest on the show, Ellie Salen. Ellie is an essential oils educator and wellness advocate with doTERRA. She's super passionate about conscious leadership and creative manifestation. Um, Let me tell you, I had so much fun recording this conversation. There is a whole heap of wisdom in there. So let's jump into this week's episode. So thank you so much for being here, Ellie, on the podcast today. I'm super excited to talk to you about all the things that you're passionate about. I know we have a lot of shared um, things that we're interested in and things that I know my readers and listeners are going to love. So I'd like to dive straight in if that's okay with you. Yes. And just to say thank you so much because um, part of what I was trying to manifest this month, I've been really saying things like, please send me opportunities and chance encounters and completely new things um so that i can co-create with more people so then you getting in touch with me the other day is exactly part of that so i'm really happy to be doing this with you i love that i love that and that's something i'd like to get into a little bit later around um i know you've got your kind of daily conscious creation practice and you know how you're manifesting things um and sort of bringing things to life so i'd love to dive into that a little bit But I kind of like to start to just get a feel for, you know, who you are and what you do and what's brought you here. And before we hopped on the call, I was looking on your Facebook page and reading your little bio. Um, And you said that you're here to wake up, inspire and co-create a brand new tribe of conscious entrepreneurs. And that just lit me up when I read that. That just super inspiring. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, kind of how you've got to that point, really, where this is what you do. Sure. So um, just when you read out the bio, because it also makes me laugh because I'd rewritten it so many times and it's actually this that I fit that I finalized on is the result of having really gotten rid of all the shit and all the noise. And I was like, okay, what am I really here to do? And I did a lot of work at the end of last year about what my real sole purpose was. Mm. and who am I really here to serve? Who are my people? Because we all have different people that we're here to serve. That's the whole point is that each of us is unique and we all have a unique tribe that's waiting for us. Um, and I just feel like mine is, it's like a waking up kind of a thing because so many people, it's like they're asleep. They're walking through life asleep. Mm. Even the most amazing future entrepreneurs, one day they were asleep. All of us were asleep one day. I think very few people, well, some people do seem to be born and then immediately conscious, but I wasn't one. (laughs) And, um, and when I say co-create a a new tribe, I I mean, co-create with the universe. And we're obviously going to talk about that later. So a really quick outline of how I got here. Um, like you, I had a completely different background to this. Um, I, since I was five years old or six years old, I've wanted to, I wanted to be in the music industry. It was like my absolute passion and um, I played musical instruments a lot when I was young I was trained in many different instruments and my whole family are musicians and it's a really big part of our lives so even when I was tiny it was like oh, I'm gonna be in the music industry and then even by early teens I decided I want to run a recording studio and to me that felt like the most exciting thing in the world and so I always knew I always had this passion um, and so, and I remember writing all these business plans when I was a teenager, <laughs> which I found the other day and I was like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> they quite good, but they're, they're really sweet. And it's just all about like the record label that I wanted to create and the recording studio, studio I wanted to run and the kind of musicians I wanted to work with. So when I left school, I immediately trained as a sound engineer and I did it. I, I really went for it with so much gusto, you know, as only a young 20 year old can have Mm. where it was like who cares that the music industry is declining like I can make it work (laughs) just that amazing enthusiasm that young people have and so I did I created a recording studio and I had some amazing you know accomplishments I did a uh, soundtracks for the BBC and and some film scores and I recorded some amazing people but like something about it just didn't feel right 
I was not going to bed every night feeling happy and, and fulfilled. I was like really anxious, so anxious all the time. But of course, even at that time, I didn't even really recognize it as being anxiety because I was totally unself-aware. And then I was like, okay, I need to use my brain in a different way. So I, I set up a label, which is much more about making deals and project-based. It's not sitting in the studio and editing music. So it's completely different. And I thought, oh, well then I'll feel really fulfilled when I'm doing that. So I did that, I set up a label that was seven years ago and I still have that label. But even then it was like, oh my God, like I've ticked all these dreams. I mean, this was my life purpose. That's what I thought. I thought I was one of those people that always knew what they wanted to be. And it just, it just left me feeling miserable. And it's taken me a long time to come to terms with that because I had my identity so firmly tied up in music industry person. Um, I started my own label and I was the only female in the classical music industry, in the independent classical music industry. I don't have any female friends in that area, which is, I was very lonely. So a few years ago, I just was like, oh my God, I, I need to just admit to myself, this is not what I'm here to do, which is, was, it hurt to, to admit that. It still hurts a little bit. And I thought, what do I really want to do? Well, really, I'm really into this whole natural health and stuff. And, and on a really personal level, and I'm just going to be transparent about this. Alongside all of this, I got married and I started to suffer infertility problems for years. So we just couldn't conceive. Like we tried everything. There's nothing wrong with us on paper, but we just couldn't get pregnant. And it, um, it was awful. It was like the worst strain ever on our marriage. And at the same time, I, I got ripped off by my business partner at my record label and we ended up having a horrible court case. So I had like a big rock bottom thing. Mm. And sadly my marriage didn't survive and we're really good friends now. So it's all good, but you know, we, we split. So I, I, I really hit rock bottom cause I was like, well, I've, I've lost my husband. My business partner's stolen hundreds of thousands from the company and he got away with it basically. And I don't have a baby. So but from that horrible place, somehow I found spirituality. Mm. And it wasn't like this crazy, like white doves in the shower experience, which <laughs> I know someone who had like literally doves coming in. No, it was more just, I was like, I just wanted to get healthy because I felt like my infertility, I thought it's a sign. I need, so I just started looking after myself physically and you know how one thing leads to another and I began meditating. And anyway, fr from that, I realized I want to work with women and I want to inspire them to also take charge of their lives then I thought maybe the traditional coaching route I thought about that for a while but it didn't quite resonate and now fast forward I've ended up uh with a network marketing business something I never thought I would do <laughs> I, have, I have three aunts who do network marketing in the old school way and I always found it super cheesy and yeah and like cringy and I, I can't it's actually so funny that I've ended up doing network <laughs> marketing because it's it's just not what I thought I would do, but it's it's been incredible. I work with doTERRA like you. Yeah. And it's everything that I've ever wanted to do wrapped into one. So you lead women, you mentor people, you you have a tribe. It's like everything that you yearn to do, you can do it through doTERRA. But at the same time, it's the most epic business model in terms of it's all it's it's set up for you. So you can just be so creative and, and I I'm it's just absolutely exploded for me in terms of I put my head on the pillow every night feeling so successful because successful against myself, as in, I know that I'm fulfilling my potential now. And I know that I'm finally doing what I was put here to do. And it just, and I'm selling my label by the way. So I manifested that <laughs> I, was like, I need to put the, I need to, to pass that on, but I didn't want to just abandon it. Cause you can't abandon a record label. It owns loads of copyright and, mm. Yeah. But it's very difficult to sell a label today because no one's buying record labels. It's like buying Snappy Snaps or something. Like imagine trying wow. to sell Snappy Snaps. Yeah. Um, but somehow it's worked out. This other label are buying us. It's all going through now. And, and I just feel like the most insane feeling of freedom. It's amazing. Oh, that's so, just, oh, that's so incredible and so beautiful. And I think, you know, as you were talking about that, there is so much of your story that, um, mirrors my own story and I think you know will resonate with so many people who are listening to this particularly around being in that place of um 
you know, you've worked so hard to build up something and then you're there one day and you're like, oh my God, this is not the right thing for me. And that's terrifying, right? I had exactly the same thing. I'd worked so hard in one career path. Mine was a very, you know, corporate path, but I'd worked so hard to get to a place um, with that. And then I kind of, my story was that I'd been offered a job to go and work in the Middle East and literally about three days before I was meant to board the plane, I just went, nope. Um, this is not the right thing, you know, and I'd, I'd given up notice on my flat in London and I'd ended a relationship that really wasn't working and I knew wasn't going to last if I moved. And I'd, you know, I'd sort of, um, given up my life really that I'd been building for seven years and just went, nope, not right. And, you know, bit by bit, I've kind of put the pieces back together to be in a very different place. Um, so I really sort of resonate with your story of kind of being in that place of, Oh my God, you know, I have to let go of this, but it's incredibly hard to do because you've invested so much of yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's like you, it's your identity. Yes. And we don't realize how much we invest our own identities in external things. So it could be, and it's, it's, it, there's a massive difference between, being really proud of something and cherishing it as, as your baby. You know, if you build a business that you're really proud of, but identifying with it and, and feeling like that's who you are is a completely different thing. And I know with the, with the record label, it was quite hard to let go of, you know, who am I without my music industry past? Who am I if I'm not a record label owner? or a sound engineer or a, you know, most people I meet now like you and loads of amazing chicks I meet now, they have no idea that actually I'm a trained music producer. <laughs> who is, and, and part of me still, I have to really like work on it and be honest with it. Like part of me, it really, it really like bothers me because I feel like, have I just let go of a massive creative part of me? But actually since I stopped making that my career, hmm. I can now actually make music for fun. And I'm sure if you think about the skills that you have released in terms of making that your bread and butter, yep. you can actually enjoy them again. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, I don't know, something magical happens, I think, when you're creating to enjoy the process or you're creating with no particular end goal. You know, it's not to make money. It's not to attract people into your business. You're just creating because. Mm. And I think, yeah. you know, there's something incredibly magical about that. For sure. Excellent. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about network marketing because you kind of, you know, mentioned now doTERRA mm. and, and that whole model of doing business. And, um, and like you said, I think you probably had some kind of preconceptions around that because of experiences oh, yeah. you've had. And I think most people do. I know for me, um, I'd seen friends do network marketing and it didn't feel particularly good. It didn't feel particularly aligned. And so when, um, I was introduced to doTERRA and the whole kind of, I like to call it like collaborative business model, really, mm. because that's exactly what it yes, is. That is, what it is. Um, you know, I was very hesitant to get involved at first, but I realized very quickly that everything I'd been looking to build in my coaching practice, but was struggling to do so was already here within this business yes, model. So, you exactly. know, the collaboration, the teamwork, the opportunity to coach and mentor other people and the opportunity to have that residual income as well which is so beautiful um so I just kind of wonder what your thoughts on network marketing as a profession really what they are now oh my god so I mean like you initially I was like get away from me because as I said my aunts one of them was a skincare I won't say the companies they work for Mm -hmm. so one of them is like works for a very one of the oldest network marketing companies skincare and the other worked for one who uh, it's like this product, I won't say, that's now been shut down, by the way, oh. for being a pyramid scheme. So yeah. there are these companies out there. So I always found it cheesy and salesy. And I, I specifically say the word salesy because I think so many of us in the West, and especially people who are spiritually aware, um, consider sales to be a dirty word. Yes. And I'm really, I find, actually, I read this book. I, I can't remember what it was called, but I will tell you and you can put it in your resources thing yeah. about sales. Because if you think about it, the rest of the world, for the rest of the world, sales, buying and selling 
is like the most normal part of the day. Go to India. Everyone yeah. is selling something like trade and sales is like a completely normal day to day part of life. And it's, it's not even like, Oh, I feel really gross. Like selling. No, like that's your life. Like your livelihood is you're selling something. And yeah. it's only in the West that we have this like weird chip on our shoulders about it, which is so <laughs> dumb. So we need to get over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but secondly, I mean, doTERRA is, I mean, I think, I think now the newer network marketing companies are completely different. Mm. Um, there's a few things that distinguishes doTERRA, which is why I've decided to go with doTERRA because, um, what I've noticed is that often what's happened is that someone will come along and recognize that the network marketing business model, i.e. profit sharing and, and residual income, um, is very, can be very profitable for everyone involved. Yeah. So they'll be like, right. So I like that business model. So I'm going to hunt around and I'm going to create a little compensation plan, i.e. I'm going to plan the way that my network marketing company is going to work. Yeah. But now I need to hunt around for a product to slot in. Yes. So they'll, they'll want to have a network marketing business and they'll just look around for like any old product. You can tell a mile away when a company's formed like that. Yeah. Then you have doTERRA that really is the other way around. The, the, the owners are seven people. You know, uh, I think it's six men and a woman. I've met most of them now. They're lovely. They're like good Christian people, um, which actually means their values are really nice. You know, it's mm. a privately owned company. There's no debt. It's hundred percent privately owned and they are very passionate about teaching as many people as they can, how to look after their health naturally. And they really believe as to why that every single home on the planet could benefit from having essential oils. And I really believe that to be the case as well. Yeah. And so even if the business opportunity collapsed tomorrow, I would still be using those oils and buying them every month because I yeah. love them. So that's one thing that sets doTERRA apart. And secondly, I just didn't realize how beautiful and spiritually, spiritually uh, mature this business model was. Like it is absolutely incredible. And as you say, it gives you everything that you, you yearned for. It's an instant team of people to collaborate with. Yeah. It's so supportive. You, it's like your bosses, in inverted commas, are teaching you everything they know. They want you to do well. There's no other business on the planet, believe me, where people who are your superior in terms of the hierarchy actually want you to out-earn them, want yeah. you to, to be promoted above them. But the way doTERRA is structured is we the more we help our girls and the more we build up their businesses for them, the more it benefits everyone. How awesome is that? Absolutely. And I think, you know, it goes beyond um, just the people who are kind of above you in the tree of things as well to cross team as well, because I know sure. there are so many people and I've certainly had this experience who just want to help anyone to, you know, share the oils and get the word out there about how amazing mm they are as a product so it doesn't matter if you're kind of in their tree and you directly impact their business you know they want to help and they want to share their wisdom and what they've learned and I think it's just so incredible and you know when we had um first team call that I was ever on as part of our kind of you know UK team that we have um I cried at the end of that I cried when I came off the call because coming from a very corporate background where everything was super, super competitive. Um, it was just like this incredible way of doing things. You know, we talked about all of these spiritually aligned things on our team call and we all supported each other and it was just incredible. And, you know, when I came off the call, I was just like, yep, this is it. I've, I found my people. Oh, um, I knew that feeling. Yeah. And I think, if anyone had have told me a, even sort of a year and a half ago, you're going to be doing network marketing and I'd be like, Nope, but you know, I just, I had you know, I was the least salesy person ever. So we were like, no, I'm not. Um, but it really is just such a, a beautiful business model when it's done properly. Mm -hmm. For sure. And just purely in terms of, of having a business head on, um, as someone who's always had my, I've always run my own business and I, I like assessing businesses in terms of the model and, mm. and the financials and the logistics and all that. And, and as someone who's owned businesses where I need to carry a lot of stock and where the logistics are a nightmare and things like that, we have to put a lot of time in and you get very small return. The business model itself is 
unbelievable. It's it's unique. It's the only business model I can think of where you, you have zero risk because you don't. You don't have to carry your own stock. You don't have to organize your own logistics. Like you don't have to worry about uh, even doing your taxes because it's all kind of like all the financial the reporting is done for you. Yeah. All you have to do is chat to people. And so as a business model and as a wealth creation model, because, and of course you and I, I notice we haven't talked about the finances because neither of us are the types, unlike sadly some other network marketing companies where you'll lead with the, with the financial potential. But I mean, it's, it's limitless. We know that. Yeah. Uh, we have lots of women in our team who are making, you know, residual income that I could never have dreamed of. And now I do dream of it and I'm consciously manifesting it. And I don't know any other wealth creation model like that. And I just think it's absolutely awesome and unique. And it's just so, it's the new way of doing business. I strongly believe that this model is going to really permeate all sorts of different sectors. I really do. In fact, even Neil's Yard now have a network marketing business. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, these really big established brands, which is when that happens, I'm so happy because I think, awesome people are going to now start respecting the network marketing model much more because established brands are taking it on absolutely absolutely and i think um i think like you said around it being you know limitless in terms of the potential financially and in many other ways and i think that's a huge thing for me because what i find interesting is the model is so flexible so if you want to go all in and you know really sit there and and build that six-figure business then mm. you have everything you need to do that you've just got to go out there and do the work likewise yeah. if you want to fit it in around a business that you already have and add maybe a new arm or you want to fit it around your family commitments or mm. whatever else you've got going on then yet again you can make that fit you've got everything that you need to be able to do that and you know there's no other um business model out there that gives you that freedom and gives you that flexibility to really be able to do that that's exactly right it's the only one i could think of i feel so lucky to have ended up mm. well, lucky is the wrong word because i don't believe in luck anymore grateful like every day i'm like oh my god i'm so i can't believe i get to do this it's so yes. cool even even the fact that i've met you and chatting to you yes it's Absolutely. just that's cool. just one amazing part is the people that you meet incredible oh, people 100%. you and i are not even on the same tree we're cross team <laughs> yeah but we could collaborate in so many different ways yeah absolutely okay let's talk a little bit about your conscious creation practice and because you've alluded a couple of times in the conversation about these you know amazing things that you've managed to manifest <laughs> and yeah. co-create with the universe and um I sort of, I've talked a lot on the podcast before about um, the merits of having some sort of daily practice or, you know, journaling practice or meditation or however it works for you. But I'd love to hear what your personal um, practice is and, and how that's working out for you. Yes. And I'm so glad you asked me because this is my hot topic at the moment that I talk about to everyone and anyone and everyone. So um, the context that I need to to put it in is that so I joined doTERRA 18 months ago exactly 18 months ago when I first started I was like oh my god I'm gonna go all in and I literally went all in and it exploded I mean it was it was incredible the momentum was incredible and it felt so effortless and so natural and so fun and mm -hmm. as you know like attracts like yeah so the better I felt the better my business went and it just felt like I all I had to do was receive um, and then inevitably, like everything in life, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll start to self-sabotage and upper limit yourself. Mm -hmm. And it can look like just waking up and being like, Bleh, today. But whatever, a little bit of upper limiting came in. And actually then I met this wonderful man. So I was quite distracted for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love. I met my soulmate, oh. and, uh, which was obviously the best thing ever. And so I completely took my attention off doTERRA and because I was making like enough little bit of residual income for my team, I was like, I'll just leave that. Um, then I came back to it and I, I felt like there was a lot of push. I was like, oh my God, I need to match previous me six months mm -hmm. ago. I was literally rocking it. And now, and it was like this new energy had crept in an energy of push and of like, I need to do this. And, and I spent a lot of my time being like, how am I going to do this? And like, 
anyway, then I went to this event in Australia at the end of mm. 2016, Peter Kelly's New Way Live. Yeah. And everybody here should read Peter, look into Peter Kelly, P-E-T-A. Yeah. I'll, link to the, I'll link to her. Definitely. To and, and this event was like a two-day business mastermind all about waking up the conscious entrepreneurs of the world kind of thing. And, and I was expecting it to be very much like, okay, here are the tasks that you need to do in order to succeed. And here's the way you need to organize your schedule. And here are some time management tips. And here are some epic ways like the Pomodoro method. You know, I was really expecting it to be um, linear and masculine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that sort of, we could do it and this is how you need to schedule yeah. your time. And it was the absolute opposite. And they have this chick come on called Mackenzie, who had this dessert hummus company called Delighted By. And she had gone from starting her hummus brand, dessert hummus, so sweet hummus, in summer. And by December, she, her revenue was over a million. So wow. that's impressive. Yeah. And when she explained how she did it, it was like mind-blowing. So she basically said she literally, every single move she makes, she does under guidance from her vision and and the universe mm. so her brand delighted by she refers to delighted by as a she and she's like every morning i ask delighted by and i literally don't do anything without checking first and she started to talk about this conscious manifestation practice she had where she'd wake up every morning and she'd pray to, to her vision and to the universe and say what do i need to do today to, to spread the word like i'm here to serve tell me what i need to do and then it would come to her and she would take spiritually aligned action and how because of that, it just bombed. It just went out, not bombed in a bad way, as yeah. it exploded. It exploded. It bombed. Yeah. Yeah, it exploded. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that, that's it. And something really clicked. And obviously she said a lot more, but it was basically this conscious manifestation idea. And then Peter Kelly talked about the specific way that she consciously manifests every morning. She writes a script. And she basically writes a script in the present tense about what her life is like when she's manifested all her desires. So I'll give you examples of, of what I have been manifesting this month. So I started writing my script at the beginning of January and I've never done this before. This is a new practice for me and it's just been life-changing. So I, I was like, right, what do I want to have, what do I want by the end of January? Okay, well, I'm just going to literally write everything that I, I desire. So I wrote, I'd love to, so I thought I want to invite in three amazing new women into my business, three business partners who I haven't met yet, who are just the most incredible women. They're fun, they're dynamic, they're excited. They have such a strong vision. And I would like to have 10 enrollments into my business. Oh, and while I'm at it, there's this house that I've fallen in love with last summer, a beautiful house by the sea. So I'd like that house as well. Oh, and I'd also like to manifest this specific amount of money and lots of things like that. And Peter Kelly always says, don't limit your dreams. Like, mm. keep asking yourself, how can it get any better? How can it get any better? So I started to write the script in present tense. So it's, you've got to be super specific and you have to write about your feelings. So you would write something like, um, I woke up this morning I opened my eyes and instantly I smiled because I know that I'm going to have an incredible day. Um, I'm so excited by my thriving business. Like every day I have these new amazing women getting in touch, say they, saying they want to work with me. I check my bank balance and it's absolutely thriving. Money is flowing to me effortlessly and with such ease and delight. Um, I just feel so excited when I think of my business now. Like I just can't wait um, to start the day. I go downstairs and Simon and I, that's the name of my boyfriend, Simon and I make a delicious, nutritious breakfast and we're eating so healthily at the moment and we're both literally vibrating with good health. Um, things like that. And then things like, um, I, I can't believe I've met such amazing new business partners this month. Or, and then about this house that I, that I, I mean, I'm not joking, Gemma, there's this house by the sea in Cornwall that Simon and I fell in love with last summer. Oh. It was completely out of our price range, like <laughs> like way out of our price range. And um and there's a few like Simon's going through a divorce since years and years and years. So it was like we he could never even think about getting a house until that's done because you know you can't really until your finances yeah. 
so I wrote a lot in the script about like the divorce finally gets signed and it's fast tracked because the, the piece of paper is glowing with white light and everyone who touches it just fast tracks it and all this stuff. And let me tell you, I got the 10 enrollments. <laughs> I got exactly what I wrote. I got 10 enrollments. That's 10 new beautiful people into my, uh, my oils business as, as beautiful customers. I got three new business partners. The divorce has been signed on the exact week that I said, and today Simon made an offer on that house today. What? And I'm waiting to hear back and I can't even tell you how excited I am. Oh my God. Things, how specific are those? And those are things that I, I desired so strongly. And I, I just didn't think that they were in any way going to come my way, but because you write the script every day and you update it every few days. So it's fresh because they will start happening. Yeah. And the whole point of the script is that while you write it, you start to feel it. And when you start to feel it, you start to vibrationally match what it is you're trying to manifest. Yeah. And I suggest anyone watching this looks into that vibrational thing more with, look at Esther Hicks, Esther yes. and Jerry Hicks, because yeah. she talks very much about this. It's like the minute you think of these things, they are on their way, but you have to vibrationally match them at all times. So your only job is to feel good. It's that simple. Yeah. It's feeling good because if you walk around like glowing every day, things just come to you. And so now I have a very simple, quick, amazing routine. I wake up in the morning and while I'm kind of getting ready after my shower, I put my script out and I read it and I read it slowly and I absorb every word and I start to feel exactly how it would feel to have all those things. And I get really excited. I'm like, ah, by the end. <laughs> and I light some sage and I kind of, say a prayer to the universe and I say okay cool so we are co-creating some awesome stuff what can I do I'm here to serve I know I've got people out there who need me so show me how I can reach them and I'll kind of write little letters to the universe being like I call in my tribe I am open to receiving like I am ready to receive because if you don't say that you're ready if you don't prepare yourself and make yourself ready to receive you won't be able to receive yeah. like these people that win the lottery and then spend the whole thing in one year yeah you know how like so many people do that yeah because they just win but they they weren't vibrationally matched and then they end up just blowing the lot or they'll give it all away or something so you need to prepare yourself by vibrationally matching what you want to desire and i promise you if you really write that script and really work on on vibrationally matching the things you want to desire and feeling good all the time and asking for guidance and then take spiritually aligned action so you don't just sit on your ass and wait you're not like oh i'd love to have a new house <laughs> no it's like i'd love to have this new house you write the script you feel it then what happens is you guys start discussing it more and then it starts coming up every day and the more you discuss it you're like well let's go see it again then you go and see it again and then you're like i really want it so how can i actually make this work you start looking at your finances and then like a few miracles happen like this letter came saying oh you're pension fund has like tripled in the last year little things like that and then suddenly you're like well I want it so I'm going to make it happen you move things around and then you make an offer so when you look at it how it actually happens it doesn't seem that crazy it seems so logical but you wouldn't yeah. have started this if you hadn't put in your head well I'm going to get it and so I need to and, and it starts to come into your your orbit just through talking about it yeah Oh, 100%. I can, I can completely vouch for this. I think, um, I think it was probably about two weeks ago when you shared all of this um, within the team. And, you know, I, I kind of thought, oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. I'm going to go and do that. Because I had a journaling practice that I did before, but it was quite linear and sort of, you know, I'd like to earn this amount of money this month. And then I sort of left it on a post-it note and forgot about it and then wondered why it wasn't flowing into my bank account. <laughs> Right. So I started to do this with the script and, um, and you know, I've been, um, religiously doing it every single day and I've been sitting there and saying, come on universe, you know, show me what I need to do. I'm ready. I'm open, completely willing to receive, which it turns out I think was quite a big thing for me that I had to work through. And I think there's so many of us who, um, especially as women, I think often we give so much that receiving is actually pretty difficult for us. Yes. And, you know, I had to kind of work through that. But since I've started this practice, 
everything is changing and you know bit by bit I'm kind of having to update my little script because I'm like yes. oh yes it's happened so what, what else what else you know what's next kind of thing what's um, next and you have to ask yourself every day how can it get any better how can it get any better absolutely and I think just through the whole process I'm just showing up not just to my business but to my relationships just to life in general um you know my finances everything my health I'm showing up with a completely different energy and really sort of getting into you know what it is that I'm here to do and what I really want to create and um you know and how how I want to use my life kind of thing um and it's all it's all sort of flowing from doing that practice daily so definitely recommend that anyone gives that a go and and I think also what's so important to mention is that the minute you change your attitude from oh how am I going to get to my goals to how can I serve that's such a different energy it's like you just surrender the hows and the whys and the whats and you just say look because everybody has a purpose on this planet and we're all here to serve in some way whether it's serve people through our art uh, our music our skills as a mediator our natural leadership it doesn't matter what it is everybody is here to serve and the minute you stop trying to create uh, the minute you stop trying to like force how that yes. looks because yes. we don't have a clue the universe has much <laughs> more insane plans for us than we realize and they're always going to be far more exciting and amazing than the ones we think we have yep so you've got to have that leap of faith of just surrendering everything, asking how you can serve and genuinely meaning it. Yes. And if, if you're finding it hard to, to feel that genuine desire to serve, that's fine because that's just your ego. Yeah. That's such a stronghold over you that you're not used to saying, okay, how can I serve? You're used to asking, how can I get? Yep. And the minute you shift into the, how can I get you'll you'll notice because you'll start to be worried about things. Yep start to think oh how am I going to do that well it's not your job to know how it's your job to ask and then to listen and then to act and yes. you can always tell the difference between action that's from your from push and spiritually aligned action yes push action feels difficult stressful f takes an effort and leaves you feeling worried or, or drained spiritually aligned action is fun effortless and leaves you feel really feeling really good even if it's something like doing your taxes no no one loves doing their taxes but if you do it in an aligned way you do feel a sort of satisfaction and you yeah. know you do it and it's self-respecting and all that and you just need to be really get really good at differentiating between do I feel aligned with what I'm doing now is this part of my life service am I am I serving with this is this my zone of genius or okay have I got stuck into push and how am I going to make this happen because if so you just stop you just say okay, guide me. What have you got? What shall I do? And you just, you just wait till you hear the message and it might take a couple of days initially. Yeah. I think once you get in the habit, for me, it's just a constant dialogue and I constantly check in with the universe. Even this morning, by the way, while I was between tasks, I wrote a little love letter to the universe <laughs> just, 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 just to put pen on paper and say, look, I'm here to serve. I welcome in all opportunities for growth and service because by saying that, you're just covering the whole spectrum and you're like, whatever you want to send me, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. It's, it's so awesome. And I think um, what you said about surrendering and, and like fully surrendering mm. is possibly the scariest thing you can ever do. But, um, you know, but it's huge when you do, like you said, whatever comes along is often so much bigger than what you would have ever thought for yourself. And I know that's how I kind of got started with doTERRA in the first place was, I'd got to the point where my coaching business just didn't, it wasn't giving me what I was looking for. It didn't feel right. I knew that in some way I was here to um, empower and motivate other women, but it just wasn't working through the coaching model. And I literally just sat one day after I'd meditated and I went, all right, universe, if this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing, show me what is. And I think it was maybe two days later, I just basically then took a step back from everything I was doing. And two days later, someone approached me around doTERRA and, and it was kind of been lurking in the background. I'd sort of heard it and looked at it and went, Oh no, network marketing. Um, and then, you know, it kind of came along and it was so in my face that I was like, okay, maybe I need to, you know, look at this. And as a result, it, it's literally giving me everything that, 
was missing from, you know, the way I was doing business before. So I think really getting into that place and really meaning it, not just going, yeah, guide me, you know, I surrender, yes. but yes. actually I want to hold on to this bit and I, you know, I have yes. to be in control of this bit. You've got to really, really let go and just have faith that, you know, the right thing is going to show up. Exactly. And, and you know, when you're really feeling it, cause you start to feel this incredible, Oh, it's, it's the most amazing feeling, isn't it? When you really feel like you're co-creating. It's yeah. like you have to think about the universe like your business partner, like <laughs> the two of you. And you need to be excited and like get excited to yourself and to the universe. Be like, oh my God, what's next? What's next? Because the more excited and like fun you make it, the easier it is. And that is a fact. Yeah. And it's counterintuitive for a lot of us. But it's true. The more easy and fun it is, the more easy and fun it is. And it can be effortless and it can be ease and it can be flow. And if you tell yourself that it's not, that is classic upper limiting and it's don't buy into it because it's just not true. Absolutely. And I love that you've kind of mentioned the sort of self-sabotage and upper limiting thing as well, because I think, you know, we all do it. Mm. I think sometimes we don't notice how much we do it. Um, and that's one thing I will say for doTERRA in this business, it's been the most incredible um, personal development journey that I could have ever thought to, you know, to go through. And even, you know, I've done as a life coach, I've done so much personal development and all of that side of stuff. And yet I still didn't realize just how much I was, you know, doing the upper limiting thing and how much I was sabotaging, um, just everything really. <laughs> so it's, it's I know. incredible to kind of work through that as well. I think we all learn these things when we're meant to learn them. So you know how this whole thing, this personal growth journey is, you just keep learning all these new concepts and, and you think, oh my God, why did I only know this now? But actually it's all in good time because if you'd learned about this two years ago, you might not have been ready to, you might have thought, yeah. well, it's yeah. a bunch of crap. But now you're like, <laughs> oh my God. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. I just want to ask a little bit about essential oils in general and mm. what they have done for you because I know you know, in the same way with me from the very first second, I first opened that bottle of peppermint, I think it was, um, you know, I was just like, whoa. Um, and I'm still, you know, I got, I got into essential oils and natural health very much from a physical perspective. You know, there were things around, um, around fertility and around hormones that I really wanted to deal with. Um, so kind of similar to your experience, I think that you shared earlier. Um, but what really surprised me is just how many areas of my wellness, you know, emotionally and spiritually and just and physically as well, that essential oils have actually had an impact on. So I'd love to kind of hear, you know, kind of how that's played out for you as well. Yeah. So like you, the first thing was like looking for ways to treat my fertility and fertility, by the way, does not mean whether or not you can conceive like mm. your fertility as a woman is your health your female health are your hormones working is your skin how does your skin look is your hair growing as fast as it should be what do your nails look like these are all signs of your female health and it's not enough to just be able to conceive you you know we should be brimming with vital health um also i've i, I just hate anything toxic and i felt like that for a long time yeah um, so like you, the minute I opened my first bottle, which was in my case, tea tree, Melaleuca, wow. I was like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> we all know the smell of tea tree and yeah. a lot of people, antiseptic kind of acid, like gross yeah. TCP. Do you remember TCP that like, yeah. <laughs> this is so sweet. The doTERRA Melaleuca is like mm -hmm. sweet and just, and it's completely calm. Like, um, you can put it on your skin undiluted. No problem. Yeah. Other tea trees, you cannot do that. So, so that's what kicked it off. And now that is my medicine cabinet. My box of oils is my medicine cabinet and it's Simon's medicine cabinet and it's my parents' medicine cabinet, my sister's. And I actually, it's like a game now. It doesn't matter what <laughs> I'm struggling with. I'm like, ooh. And I look it up in my book or my app. I have a fantastic app, yep. which I tell everyone to get. And you can literally treat anything with oils. Um, and even if you just have like three bottles, like lavender, peppermint and lemon or on guard or something, you can treat such a variety of things. With just 
And so for me, I mean, I had terrible insomnia. That's completely gone. And I definitely think it's a mixture of things. It's like dealing with emotional things as well. Yeah. As yeah. Winding down. And, you know, we don't have any tech in our bedroom. So lots of things. Yeah. But like I use vetiver now. I put it on my feet and within 10 minutes, it's like... <laughs> that's so powerful headaches like I've had migraines my whole life so they're very important to me for that because they really help Mm. um that I mean it's just that they are life-changing and the great thing about oils I always tell people is that they um, I love all sorts of healing therapies like I love acupuncture I love herbs um homeopathy nutrition you know there's so many things reiki everything yeah. But often with these things, like if you have, let's say, headaches um, and you're, you're going to acupuncture for headaches, you need to do like a bunch of sessions to really. Yeah. And um, that's very expensive and time consuming. And, and maybe you want relief right then and there. Well, with oils, you often get instant relief. So if you have a yeah. tummy ache or something or a headache, you put some oils on within 30 seconds and really is that quick. Yeah. You start to feel like, oh, like with back pain, you put some deep blue on and it's just within 30 seconds a minute mm, yeah basically so I love the fact that they work immediately I think that makes them really good for families because if a kid's screaming yeah like oh take some of this and then they're like ah. <laughs> and, and as a result of that also they're very cheap because there's 250 drops in a bottle mm. how long how far a drop goes and they're so enjoyable I mean treating like if you start to if you're starting to get ill if I start to feel ill I, I run myself an essential oils bath Mm. one of the blends like for flu and immune system um and i'll just have like a delicious oil infused bath and i just think to myself god this is so much nicer than popping pills yeah <laughs> night nurse or whatever it is. i don't even know what people take for them <laughs> palpal but it's, it's so pleasurable and it's an amazing form of self-care and you 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 learn how to treat yourself it's so empowering you become very confident in knowing what to do when you're starting to feel crappy in any way yeah 100 percent. and I think for me um they really helped me just connect with my actual body again and just really understand you know what was going on and rather than just kind of always masking the symptoms of well mm. to be perfectly honest I feel like shit today I'm gonna take a tablet or whatever yeah you know I'm like, okay, what's really going on with that? And, and using the oils as a way to kind of develop that connection, um, which as a whole just improves my wellness, you know, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've just been a real incredible tool for that side of things as well. Um, and as you say, you know, they work incredibly well, um, incredibly effective, incredibly safe to use, you know, none of the mm-hmm. icky side effects that I know mm-hmm. particularly around some of the hormone um oh. treatments I was taking you know I, I oh my God, didn't know who I was <laughs> by the end of them you know and using essential oils in place of that has just been it's just one of the best things I could have mm-hmm. ever done for myself you know that's ultimate self-care yeah. that is old that's actually so important that you said that because we become very disconnected with our female cycle Mm. And your cycle is so powerful because you can plan your life around your cycle. Yeah. Like I know that on day 21, I am a biatch. <laughs> <laughs> like I let my, my poor ex-husband used to be like, Are you on day 21? When I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh yeah. And he'd be like, you always say the same things on day 21. <laughs> and sometimes like I'll, I'll go through my calendar and be like, don't book meetings on day <laughs> <laughs> and it's true like at certain times of your cycle you're so energized and like go 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 and then on certain you really want to rest and god if you can like and I try I, I'm, I'm not that successful at actually sticking to it but if you could just take your cycle into account mm. and look after yourself and notice as you say like notice your period pain notice if you have ovulation pain notice when you ovulate so many women don't even know when they ovulate yeah the minute the minute you pay attention you know you can yeah. feel it. You can see it. You can feel it. And I think it's amazing when you reconnect with your body. I was also taking God knows what. <laughs> you just take anything that people tell you before you've... Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the terrible. sheer number of side effects that came with everything. You know, it's like, actually, I was feeling much worse. So I was kind of, yeah, I was dealing with the thing that I'd gone to, you know, to the doctor yeah. about in the first place. But then I had X, Y, and Z that was, 
you know and with essential oils it's a completely different situation no i i think because sadly now it's like one in three couples are infertile mm. something like that out of my friends it's at least 30 percent of them yeah and i just feel so strongly about people at least starting with trying to do it naturally and looking and looking at everything their diet their lifestyle the products they use because of course we all know now the face creams and the perfumes and the toothpaste yeah. endocrine disruptors yeah and my cycle was so crap but i didn't even know it was a crap cycle and every time i went to a new doctor to be like help i don't know why i'm not getting pregnant they would be like just they'd either be like well go on clomid which is this yeah <laughs> drug and i'd be like but but don't you want to know like don't you want to work out why i'm no just take clomid yep one doctor said just take antibiotics for two months which I did. And I mean, the repercussions of that, you can imagine yeah. the repercussions of that. And none of them worked. None of these methods worked, by the way. So it just goes to show. And I literally destroyed my own fertility through trying to improve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I think, yeah. And I think, you know, it's so important to talk about that because there are so many women in yes. that situation as well. And it's not something that is often, you know, discussed very openly. And sometimes I think we carry a lot of guilt and we carry a lot of shame. Um, and there's, you know, there's so much that goes with that. So I think it's important to, to just let people know that there are different options out there. It's, you know, always be questioning why you're being told to do something. I think that's valid. It's valid to worry that you're not getting pregnant because I'm sure you were told 8,000 times, Oh, Gemma, just relax. You know, I have a friend the minute they stopped trying they got pregnant go on a cruise and you're like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah just just don't worry about it don't stress about it yeah because of course the message is you're stopping it from happening with your own mind it's your fault i mean every single time someone told me that my heart broke a little bit more yeah yeah and it's so nice when someone says to you i'm so sorry that you're going through that that sounds horrific yeah no one ever does we should do a whole other podcast around. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, because I think you know it just, it, and it has such a big impact on everything. And I know for me, you know, there was so much, so much guilt around. Well, why isn't this working? What am I doing wrong? You know, have I completely messed up everything? Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just something that, like you said, so many people go through now you know, because there is so much disrupting hormones and everything else um, that I definitely think it's important to talk about. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, we've covered a whole range of things that I just have. I'm going to be super, super excited about it. It has been amazing to have you um, chatting along with us today. Um, I just, I just find you so enthusiastic and energetic, super inspiring. And yeah, I'm, um, really grateful that we've connected and I can't wait to just sort of see you know where you're going to go with your vision and your new house and (laughs) oh my god thanks so much (laughs) thank you Gemma and it's been amazing chatting to you today and generally meeting you it's amazing to meet kindred spirits and uh, I can't wait and we should catch up again a few months from now and just see where our scripts have taken us because we're like a smidgen of the way in and there's so much more to come You've been listening to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. You can find further episodes and all of the show notes over at gemmasands.co.uk. And you can hang out with me on Facebook by searching for Gemma Sands Tribe.